0: everyone what's going on how y'all doing today i'm edgar and welcome to snug wrestling hope you guys are doing good and today i'm going to talk about aew collision and i want to talk about it because i'm really enjoying the new aew presentation for this show it doesn't really feel like i'm watching dynamite or rampage it's this just feels like a completely different show but before i get into that please be sure to follow my socials at Stug wrestling twitter youtube instagram and tiktok aew collision starts off with tony shivani and tries to introduce Sting because Sting and Darby Allin's partner hasn't been announced yet. And people want to know Who's the secret partner going to be For their match at Forbidden Door But instead, Chris Jericho comes out And tells Tony Schiavone to shut up Why is everyone so mean to Tony Schiavone? I don't get it Isn't Tony Schiavone considered like a legend? Like he's someone that's been in In the wrestling business for a really long time And everyone just tells him to shut up And just treats him like crap all the time And Jericho does the same thing here too Also, it's important to mention that they're in canada chris jericho is also canadian but he's from winnipeg you idiot and chris jericho dropped his famous wwe line winking at the camera and finally sting and darby come out and darby says our secret partner is the same guy that beat you at the tokyo dome and then the AEW fans are so smart because They automatically start chanting someone's name. They love their New Japan wrestling and the crowd there in Canada, they were right. Apparently, the secret partner is Naito and the people in Canada are really excited about this guy for some reason. You know, this guy's a big deal in Japan. I don't know because he got a huge pop when he came out and it was announced that Naito is gonna be sting and Darby's partner for the six man tag at Forbidden Door. I mean, there was all kinds of holy shit chance and this is awesome, I and mean, I'm just like, okay, so this guy must be pretty good then, right? I guess we'll see at Forbidden Door. So now we have official six-man tag match, and we know everyone that's gonna be involved in this match, so we'll see what happens. Miro. Thank mm-hmm. you. Miro d- did a promo talking about God and being exiled. I, I kind of didn't really know what he was talking about, but it sounded cool because he just sounded like he really meant it, and he was looking up at the sky. And But at least he's back, and he had a great match last week, and I'm, I'm glad we get to see Miro on TV again. Swerve comes out, and his opponent is Tanahashi. Tanahashi, this is the guy that's going to go up against MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight title at Forbidden Door and again huge pop from the crowd in Canada AEW fans love their Japanese wrestlers I never really got into New Japan I've never seen Tanahashi before so for me this is a first after seeing this match this guy has to be in his mid 40s maybe late 40s but he moves like he's like in his 50s and I he wasn't a bad wrestler like he had a good match with Swerve but man I just hope this guy Tanahashi he's not running any marathons anytime soon because he seemed like he was kind of struggling in the ring versus Swerve and Swerve was kind of just slowing things up and they're both really good workers but it just seemed like this is the guy that you're gonna put versus your World Heavyweight Champion at Forbidden Door in the main event. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on the guy. The work, the match itself versus Swerve, it was it was a good match this guy he's a veteran you can tell he knows what he's doing in there i enjoyed the match i really did uh but there was a spot where tanahashi was going for the frog splash and he fell off the top rope and then swerve had to try to save the spot and got back up and so thankfully for swerve Swerve's a good worker and i'm a big swerve fan and it's because of things like this because he has such good ring psychology but i don't know how i feel about tanahashi i know at maybe back then he was really great he looked like Not like every other guy from Japan that's just like doing the Lucha strong style. This guy actually looked like a wrestler. But yeah, man, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens uh, at Forbidden Door with MJF. So Tanahashi picks up the win after the Frog Splash on Swerve. And then MJF's appears on the Titantron. Cuts a great promo on Tanahashi because it's MJF. What the fuck? This match, Tanahashi versus Swerve. Didn't really get me as excited for the match at Forbidden Door versus MJF, but I at least got to see Tanahashi before the big pay-per-view match so i know what to expect now uh, so that was good I-, I like that AEW put tanahashi in this match before the the pay-per-view so fans like me who don't know everything or everyone in japan can kind of get an idea of what to expect at forbidden doors so thank you tony Kong, for doing that brody king versus andrade Andrade last week had a great match versus Murphy or Buddy Murphy or I don't know where he goes by now in AEW. This week, he's facing Brody King. I believe eventually all of this is probably going to lead up to a match versus Malachi Black. So Andrade is going through the entire House of Black. Andrade, he's great. He can have a good match with just about anyone. So I was thinking, okay, can he have a good match with Brody King? And eh, I mean... I- Andrade tried to do a leg screw on Brody, but Brody, he's so big, it looked like Andrade really did tweak Brody's leg, and you can see Brody King talking to the ref, I, I don't know, but I think Brody King really, really got messed up there. The end of the match, Andrade had the figure eight locked in and looked like he was about to win, but then Murphy comes out, the House of Black attacks Andrade. I believe this was a disqualification because the bell ended up ringing, so there was no clean finish here. I understand what AEW is trying to do here with Andrade and the House of Black. Like I said, it looks like it's going to lead to a match versus Malachi, but I'm not really a fan of Brody King, but Andrade, he did what he could there and made this match watchable Christian Cage Christian Cage comes out carrying the title like he won it, but actually it was Luchasaurus everyone knows that Luchasaurus defeated Wardlow for the title and again they're in Canada Christian's Canadian and when he first comes out he gets a big pop there's even Christian Cage chants and then Christian Cage starts getting some heat on them from the crowd and then they just start booing the crap out of Christian Cage because man this guy he's such a great heel and he actually did an interview with Tony Schiavone and didn't completely shit on Tony Schiavone but then eventually he did Christian did end up taking the 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 microphone because he kept having to move Tony Schiavone's hand to show him where to put the mic and eventually Christian just said fuck it I'll just do it myself And just took the microphone Christian he actually tried to have an interview and actually let Tony Schiavone do his job Christian Cage he addressed the the fact that they won the TNT and he used the word we a lot and Luchasaurus pretty much he's just there he did most of the work he luchasaurus was the one that won the title but christian cage is the one that's carrying it around and showing it off like he's the champion like we said luchasaurus technically is the champion willow versus nyla rose willow is the new japan women's champion and she's gonna face the AEW women's champion at forbidden door tony storm willow gets to win Versus Nyla Rose and this match was pretty long, but the finish was really good and people pot for it. So these two women built it up pretty good. The outcast ended up coming out and surrounded Willow in the ring, but Sky Blue comes out for the save. And to even the odds, Sky Blue has a chair. And Sky Blue, man, I feel like she's everywhere now. We see her on Dynamite Rampage. She's on Collision. I can't get away from this girl. Like People, the AEW fans, they love this girl, Sky Blue. Hobbs versus, I believe was a local guy because I've never seen this guy before. And I haven't seen Hobbs in a while either. I believe the last time if I'm not mistaken, was when Hobbs lost a title versus Wardlow. Hobbs may have had a, a match here or there after that, uh, but I, it, it seems like it's been a while, and we don't really get to see Hobbs on TV a whole lot. But Hobbs, he picks up a, a win, and this is a squash match. Hobbs wins it with a huge spine buster, so good luck for Hobbs, and hopefully we get to see Hobbs on TV more often. The main event, the big eight-man tag team match for the main event. We had the Guns, Bullet Club Gold versus FTR... CM Punk and Ricky Starks a lot of big names in this match a lot of good things happening here and I'm excited for this I'm not usually a big fan of like six man tags or the trios match or whatever you want to call them but I liked most of the people in this match so I was pumped for this and this match was so great this match delivered CM Punk came out to a mixed crowd reaction he had some boos there we had some cheers but it seemed like the booze. Booze were a lot louder when CM Punk came out and throughout this whole entire match, whenever Punk was getting offense, whenever Punk got tagged in the match, people in Canada were booing CM Punk. What is going on? Why are the people booing CM Punk? Did I miss something here? Like, is there something that happened recently that turned the people on CM Punk I mean besides the whole the elite thing and all that drama that happened that caused CM Punk to to be gone I know CM Punk was injured but that was only part of the reason why he was gone are the Canadian fans here are they just really really big elite fans I believe Kenny Omega is he from Canada is that why I don't know but the people were booing CM Punk and I didn't understand that part but man this match like I said it was great and it was a great main event. Unfortunately, the heels won this match. But it's okay. We still got to see some good action. I love seeing Ricky Starks coming out with Punk and being aligned with FTR. I think Ricky Starks, he is going to learn a lot from those guys. Because Ricky Starks is really good. And he's young. And and I know FTR and CM Punk realize that they they see the talent and the potential in ricky starks and which is why ricky starks is in that position and i hope ricky starks takes advantage but the bullet club gold they ended up getting the win i'm really liking juice robinson he looks like he's starting to stand out more with the promos and you know he's got like this crazy gimmick and it works for him he reminds me a lot of like someone that you can really believe like this guy's fucking crazy like this guy, his hair is just you know it looks crazy and he's just like yelling at you and i can believe that juice robinson is really crazy so i'm really liking this a whole lot and the people also like juice robinson a lot even as a heel so i think later on down the line if you you were to turn juice robinson baby face i think the people can get behind that the guns look great in this match another great tag team ftr look great in this match everyone look really really good in this and it was a great match. The interesting thing though is at the end of the match, Jay White and Juice Robinson, they were throwing up their the Bullet Club sign and the Guns joined them. So, is that their way of saying that the Guns are part of the Bullet Club Gold now as well? I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. That was the main event. That was a great show and I'm About getting ready to watch Forbidden Door right now. It's about to start. And I'm also going to be talking about that. I will talk to you guys soon. Later.